You're listening to A Strange Arrangement. This is a note. We can call this note C. But really, this note is a mixture of many frequencies. A combination of frequencies that average out to one particular note sound, the note C. Every note created in the natural, physical world emits a multitude of higher, softer-sounding frequencies, overtones. A flute, a drum, a piano, your own voice, they're all emitting multiple frequencies at the same time. Some happen to be stronger than others, which is why most of the time you're hearing what sounds like one note and not a whole bunch of notes altogether. If you listen really carefully, you may be able to hear them, but they're often so soft that it's too hard to pick them out. But there's another way. Using what's called a spectrogram, I can actually see the frequencies that occur when playing a given note. So I am sitting in my office on my break, and I am looking at a spectrogram on my laptop. Basically, whenever I'm saying something or singing something, it is showing me in relation to how high on the screen what frequency it is. So if I speak down lower, then the band goes lower to the bottom. If I speak up higher, then it goes up to the top. And if I talk really loud, then it's like a brighter red. And if I'm really quiet, then it's like a cool kind of blue. And so if I sing a note like this, if I go, then I get one bright red band towards the bottom of the screen because I have a low voice. But above that band at kind of these regular intervals up on the screen, I get this, I get these other like lighter, small bands that are not as strong as the note that I was trying to sing, but they do appear there. And those lighter bands on top of the note I'm singing, those are the overtones. So why are overtones important? Why is this worth knowing? So if we go to 440 hertz, and that's the note A. Now a and 2 so to 1 ratio will get you the octave. A 3 to 2 temperament, and then there's just temperament. Let's do 438 hertz, which is the music at the time. So I'm like to do a 442 ratio. Okay, so I'll link some resources in the show notes if you're interested. But for right now, without dragging you through all the math and science, I'll say this. Knowing about the overtone series helps us understand why instruments sound different from each other, even when they play the same note. It helps us understand why instruments are constructed the way they are today compared to hundreds of years ago. It helps us understand harmony, why certain notes sound good together and why others don't. It's the reason why a computer can play a sine wave frequency perfectly. But... It will never sound as rich and full compared to the same note on a piano. The numbers and science behind the overtone series helps explain why and how music works. And if you know how it works, then you can do some pretty cool things with it. And that is what our arranger today will get into. I recruited a music teacher friend of mine, Earl Cutter, to do an arrangement for us. And he asked me, how weird do you want it? And I said, go weird. We like weird. And so he brought me an arrangement based on the overtone series. Also called the harmonic series, by the way. And you'll hear different people use each one. So let's get into it, here, on A Strange Arrangement.
Hello, uh, my name is Earl Cutter. I am a multi-instrumentalist, uh, songwriter, singer, and I've been teaching music for the better part of the last decade. Uh, I also have a degree in audio tech and experience in both sound design and audio engineering. Auld Lang Syne, to me, is a song that represents simple comforts, uh, like being with those close to you just to celebrate life. Uh, with my arrangement, I wanted to portray that simplicity by working with the most natural parts of sound, uh, specifically the harmonic series. So for those unfamiliar, when we hear a musical note, we actually do not just hear that single note. We hear the starting pitch. Uh, we refer to that as the fundamental. We also hear a series of notes, albeit much quieter, that we call overtones. And the volume of those notes, how loud or soft each individual one is, uh, is one of the main things that allows us to tell the difference between different instruments, a term we call timbre. So your ability to hear the difference between piano, guitar, accordion, flute, whatever it might be, in a large part comes down to this idea of the harmonic series. Uh, the harmony of Auld Lang Syne, at its most basic, only contains four chords, all of which can be made up of notes from just our normal major scale. Think Do, Re, Mi. If we are in the key of G major, for example, these chords are G major, the one chord, C major, the four chord, D major, the five chord, and E minor, the six chord. Interestingly enough, the overtones of the note G happen to contain almost every note needed to play those four chords. Uh, so what I've done with this arrangement is I've played the fundamental G and all the overtones of the note G, and I just used a normal, nice-sounding string sound on a keyboard, and I held them as one long note over the entirety of the arrangement. Uh, what I did then was I manipulated the volume of the different overtones on each of the audio tracks to match the chord at each point in the song. So, for example, when the chord in the song was D, I made the notes D, F sharp, and A slightly louder than the other notes of the harmonic series. After doing all of that, I had to add in a melody. I chose just a simple piano tone to not overshadow the rest of the arrangement. Then I added some light percussion and a few other things just to spruce things up. Uh, one important thing to mention is that the notes in the harmonic series are slightly out of tune to the notes that we're used to hearing on a piano. I hope you enjoy. And now, here's the whole arrangement. Big thanks to my friend Earl for donating his time to make an arrangement today. Earl, where can people find you? 
If you're interested, you can find some of my music online. Uh, you can find me at Earl Cutter Music on pretty much all the social media. And if you're interested in learning music, uh, no matter age or experience, you can search Earl Cutter Music Lessons. Just a quick Google search will find my website. Uh, it's never too late to learn. A Strange Arrangement was produced by me, Rob McCarthy. I edit and mix the show, and I recorded our theme music. Our artwork was done by Daniel Joel Newman. You can find more of his work at danieljoelnewman.com. Special thanks to Elizabeth Stahl for edits and the show's intro. If you like the show and you want to support us, don't forget to subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your podcast listener of choice. Don't forget to leave a rating and review. Uh, Also, feel free to visit our website, asamusicpodcast.com, where you can find more about our guest artists. You can find sheet music to the arrangements. You can leave a comment under the episodes, what you liked, what you didn't like, what you'd like to see more of. Next week, we do something completely different. So find out next time on A Strange Arrangement.